My name is Kurt Whitsitt. Uh, I'm over to Harvest Outreach. And I'm going to tell you, so it's an awesome thing. I please get involved. But before I go further, let's give the uh, appreciation to the pastors of this house, Pastor Cohen and Pastor Misty. I, I really appreciate it. Can we, we can do better than that now, can't we? Yes. Awesome leaders. Awesome leaders. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Well, this morning, I'm going to talk about something that we all have experienced. And I'm pretty sure you heard the, the message today, just the, just the piece about hope. Why talk about hope? Why? Why I'm going to talk about hope today? Because we need it. But not only that, what happens without it? Without hope, what can we really experience? Hopeless, gloomy, pessimistic, bleak, dejected, broken, negative, dark. That's without hope. And, and I want to encourage you today, when you leave here, if you're streaming, when you leave here today, you may come in here hopeless, but I declare and decree, when you leave this place today, if you're streaming, you will leave hopeful. I believe when you come together with the body of Christ, I believe when we assemble, something happens. I believe when you get with a body of believers and we are worshiping the hope of glory, you have to receive. It's really vital that you receive to leave different. All right? I believe that. So as believers, we have to ask ourselves, can we have faith in God but without hope? Okay, I'll say it again. As believers, can we have faith in God but without hope? Them two, they go together like a hand in a glove. We cannot have faith, but yet not have hope. Hope is saying, I'm expecting something to happen good to me. What is hope? What is it? Well, Webster said it's to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen or be true, to desire with expectation or attainment or fulfillment, to expect the confidence trust. Let's all of us say, today, I am expecting something good to happen to me. Today, I am expecting something good to happen through me. We got to start expecting, folks, include myself, expectation. Our hopes has to come up. Can we have faith without hope? I remember as a little kid, my dad used to tell me he's going to come and pick me up. And I was so excited because my father is coming to pick me up. Now, if you would ask me was he coming? My response probably would be, I hope so. Anybody heard that statement? I hope so. There was many of times where he said, I'll be there. 
and I will look out the window to see the lights flash and thinking, that's my dad. To come to find out it was another car, it wasn't him. That happened on a numerous occasions. I just wanted to see my father, so if you would ask me, is he coming, I would say, I hope so. But it would be in a sense of a still a little doubt. When I got in school and started taking tests, now I was not a good test taker. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I would study like five minutes before the test. Okay. Y'all, y'all, okay. So I would, stu- you know, study. Okay, 10. I would study for the test, and then um, when, it would, when the paper get on my desk, I go blank. Like, just couldn't remember it. If you were ask me, Kurt, do you think that you were studying for your test, my statement would have been, I hope so, with a little bit of doubt. This morning, we're going to talk about some people in the Bible that had some I hope so moments. I hope so. <laughs> you see that? I like that. I hope so. Now, the Lord showed me one time, it was so powerful, where you see the, can you put that back up? The picture? Where I saw a line, like a line, like that means you, you, you flat line. And then I saw like up and down, meaning that there is a heartbeat you're living. And I looked at that, I was like, wow, that's okay, what are you saying? And I saw it in a spiritual realm where it was flat line, meaning that I had to die to myself. And once I died, I started living. We have to die to live. We have to die to live. And, and, and I saw the up and down was like inconsistent. Up and down, up and down. But once I flatlined, meaning I died to Kurt, I started back living again. There are some things in here today that I declare that we're gonna believe Going, if it need to come forth, whether it's peace, joy, happiness, hope, it's going to rise like Lazarus. I believe today things are going to change. It's going to break. You know why? My expectation. Let's start expecting. So let's go to these. Let's go to the Bible, the woman with the issue of blood. Mark chapter 5, 21 through 43. It says, Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader of the local synagogue who names Jairus arrived when he saw Jesus. He fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him. My little daughter is dying, he said. Please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with a constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. In fact, she gotten worse. Let me tell you something. Even in those times, because it's in the Word, when you're praying for healing, when you praying for your marriage and it seems like it's getting worse, you still have to hope. No matter what, hope to the end. I mean, when they tell you, look, we're laying you off, still hope. You have nothing to lose to hope. Nothing. It says she's gotten worse. She had, now listen to this. She had heard about Jesus, so she came behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. 
Now here goes the hope so moment. She said, for she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. That was an expectation. She had been to many doctors, spent all her co-payments, probably didn't have nothing left. I just made that up. Put all her co-payments, might not have nothing left, but she said, if I can reach to this person called Jesus, her expectation already was there before she got there. Oh my God. Listen, if you're looking for a job or going for an interview, send your hope before you get, oh, come on. We got to get our hope up. So her expectation was already there before she even came. So she said, listen, I, I, I can imagine in her mind, she's saying, I didn't went to every doctor at Duke. I didn't went to UNC. They didn't took all my co-payments. I keep going back to the doctor. They keep telling me it's getting worse. In that moment, she could have said, I am done. I want to give up. I just cannot make it. But it was something inside of her that was hope that stepped outside of her and said, I know that this time I can be healed. Y'all hear me? So she said, immediately the bleeding stopped. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that I went through this for 12 years? You mean to tell me 12 years I went through this, but then when I met the chief physician, you mean to tell me he can touch me and heal me? Absolutely. Let me tell you something, folks. Can God heal immediately? Yes. Does it always happen like that? No. But he is still God. If God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, that means when stuff comes, it's not to come to knock you down. You got to know that God is still here. I want to encourage you today. You may be going through a, some marital issues, and you're saying, it's getting worse. No matter what, I'm about to be out of here. Okay, understand this. You got to believe, no matter what happens, God is still here. You are his son and you are his daughter. If it happens, you can recover. Let me tell you something. I'm not believing in divorce, but I've been divorced. I went through the pain, but God has restored me. Don't you give up. No matter what happens, get your hope up. I'm not saying that I agree with divorce, but you cannot make people stay with you. And if it's abuse or anything or whatever it is, listen, God does not want you to be abused, folks. But I tell you this, even after the divorce, he can restore you. Even after the divorce, he can restore you. So it says, immediately the bleeding stopped, she can feel her body that has been healed of a terrible condition. Jesus realized at once the healing power had gone out of him, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look, at the crowd pressing around you, how can you ask who touched my robe? But he kept looking around to see what has done. What has, had done. Then the frightened woman trembled at the realization of what happened to her, came and fell to her knees front of him and told what she had done, and he said to her daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now check this out. It says, now picture this. I'm going to paint this picture. You have a crowd of people that's around Jesus, and they all kind of bumping up against him. 
But it said that this woman came up to him and touched him. Now, wait a minute. Everybody is, was around him, and one of the versions had throng in him, touching him. But he felt his touch. It's a lot of people around Jesus, but they ain't touching him. Who? Tweet that. A lot of us can be around him, but all of us might not be touching him. But this is what I'm saying. You have to get to a place where I don't care. Don't let no person, place, or thing separate you from God. Never. Never let, listen. It's a lot of people that may look like they got it. You compare yourself to people because they look like it. You are valuable too. Listen, I don't have no more God than you. It ain't like I got the bronze, silver, and gold God. It's the same God. He need more of us. Let's start submitting to him. God loves you. You are his child and son. You are his son and daughter. He loves you. You are valuable. You are worthy. You, he loves you. He wants the best for you. All right? So if you were to ask this woman, what do you have to say why you hope? She probably would have said, you know, I hope so. I could be healed. <laughs> you got to get that hope. She hoped so she could be healed. The hope so moment. Let's go to Matthew 8, 1 through 4. Jesus healed a man with leprosy. Large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. Suddenly, a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing. Breaking news. God is willing to heal you. Breaking news. God is willing to heal you. He said, if you are willing, I want to tell you, if you're streaming, God is willing to heal you. He is willing. Jesus is willing. Let me tell you something. We are in a fallen world. So when things happen that is not, that's not like God, it's not God. God causes good things to happen to us. Y'all hear me? God did not bring no sickness on us. God does not cause you to go through a divorce so you can have a, a marriage ministry. God does not cause you to go to prison so you can have a prison ministry. It's our choices, our decisions. Check this out. Do you know God could have wired us to obey everything he said? He could have made us like robots. But what he do? He give us free will to say, you know what? I'm going to give you a choice. Have I made a lot of bad decisions? Absolutely. But God can heal. God can restore. Where's your hope? Where's your hope? But you know what? It's hard to hope in something we don't know nothing about. What is this character? How can I hope in somebody that I don't even know their character? Where's the hope? If you were ask this man, why does he hope? He would say, I hope so, I could be healed. Hope so. But what a meant, that's why I hope. So I put a comment in it. I hope, comma, so you finish your statement. I hope so. So why do I hope? Why do I hope? Romans 15 and 13 says, I hope so God of hope 
will fill me with all joy, peace, and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit that may I abound in hope. Make these scriptures personal to you. Why do we hope? Do, can, can we have faith without hope? The answer is no. God came, sent his son to break every chain that tried to bound us up. There is healing in here today. I believe that. Expectation. I have put my hope in a lot of things and it crashed. But I'm going to tell you something. The hope of glory is in here today. And I believe that the word is coming out. Even people streaming and in here is doing something. Because that's my expectation. Hope. Why do you hope? Deuteronomy 3, 31 and 6. I hope so I can be strong and courageous, not fear or be in dread of the enemy, for it's the Lord my God who goes with me. He will never, I'm saying never, leave me nor forsake me. Now, I told you that when I was a young kid, I used to wait for my father, and he didn't come numerous occasions. But now when I wait for my father, <laughs> I know he's coming. Y'all, come on. I know my dad is coming. When, when, when I'm sitting there, I'm waiting. I, I, I said this before. When you are in pain or something and you go to the hospital, it may be a long line out there waiting, and they, they'll, they'll tell you, get your information. You'll go back in the waiting room and sit down. They'll bring you up. You think you're going to the back. They just want your insurance card, and you got to go sit back down. But your expectation is, I'm not leaving here till something happens. I'm in pain. I need you. We got to wait and say, God, I know you're coming, but how are we waiting? God, I, I know you're coming, God. Expectation. I know he's coming. I don't know when, but I know he's coming. I, I don't know when things don't get better, but I know it is. I, I, I don't know. My, they just laid me off, but I know a job coming. I, I, I know I, we have to put our hope out there. <laughs> I remember December the 22nd, 2006, they brought us in the office at my job, and they said, Kurt, uh, we laying off uh, 30 people. And I was one of those 30. They laid me off December the 22nd. Merry Christmas. You talk about, oh my gosh, laid off December the 22nd. Uh, you, you know, the good company, uh, they cut back. And my hope was at that job. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, if, I know I'm a light in my job, but if they told me, Kurt, we're not going to pay you no more, this light will leave. Y'all ain't get that. <laughs> I want to get compensated. I'm not working. I ain't going to work for free. So uh, I was there working. They, they called me in the office and said, you know, we laid you off instantly. Stuff started coming at me. Man, how am I going to do this? But I'm going to tell you something. I took a couple of jobs that was paying me half of what I was making. They didn't, I mean, I was going to interviews. They was trying to get me to get them connected to the job I was at because they saw what I made. And I was like, man, but you know what I did? I took them, I, I was probably making a little over minimum wage. But I'm gonna tell you something, in those times, 
I said, if I made $100, that's $100 more than I had. I've been there, man. I lost everything. They laid me off. And I, I know y'all have heard this before, but I'm in, I, somebody else might not have heard it. I'm just talking about hope still. Because things like that, life can try to leave you hopeless. So the, I lost my job December 22nd. My house foreclosed on. Uh, my cars got repossessed. I had people calling me from the job saying, we just saw your car on a flatbed going down the road. They didn't offer to help me. I saw people going down there to, um, to the uh, courthouse to see, you know, people knows that they'll go to the courthouse and see who house foreclosed. They saw my name, they talked about me, and they, they done all this and that my hope was tested. But I still went to these, these little companies. I was making less than the minimum wage. People that I used to work with would come in there and they see me and I was still smiling. In those times, in that drought, in that thing, I saw God still manifest himself in me with the hope. I done been there where I lost everything, and I thought I could not recover. But I want to tell you now, you can recover because the hope of glory is here. I want to encourage you, no matter what you are going through now, God still can help you. I thought I was done. I mean, I, can, I, I said, I do not want to go on. But it's something about, I, I, I met Christ. Have you ever poured out a drink? And in a corner, it was still a little bit in the corner. It looked empty. I still had that little bit of hope. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. I had, I, listen, I was not making that much money. But in my mindset, this is $100 more than I had. And, I, and guess what? This is no lie. The job I work for, the, the company I work for is Union. They had, they could not hire nobody. They had to, you, you're on a three-year window, okay? On a three-year window. They called me back. So if they, if they hire you after three years, you got to start over with everything. They called me back two years and eight months. I didn't have to start over with nothing. I went in there with my benefits the first day. They did not drop my pay. Then I got, I met my wife, Nicole, got remarried. Then, y'all, y'all ain't hear me. I, I told you about what I went through, but now I'm telling you about how he revealed. See, see, I can tell you about the doom and gloom, but what God did, he stepped down there and said, Kirk, come on, son. Hey, I'm going to raise you up. I'm going to tell you something. I want everybody in here to know this. No matter what you go through, God is here. Nicole and I, we had two miscarriages. You're talking about hope being tested. I didn't really tell a lot of people, but then guess what? Caden came. Then guess what he did? Kaylee came. Y'all, I'm telling you, God is here. Oh my God, you're talking about hope. Hope. So, so, so what are you saying, Kurt? What, what are you saying? What I'm saying is, even if you had a plane crash, God can really let you fly again. Oh, God. But see, sometimes we put our hope in different things. So I can see how sometimes we'll say, you know, oh, I'm going to see what I've done in the stock market because I know I'm going to make some money. Because uh, I'm going to tell you, I done put all my money in here. I'm going to retire in two years because uh, I got plenty of money. You open the paper, uh, the Dow is down. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? It's testing your hope. Then we say, you know what? No, I, 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 I'm going to read this paper again. Then we, now I'm talking about hope. We're still trying to have hope. When you pick up the paper, uh, 
High point, 27 homicides in seven days. Uh, unemployment rate is up high. Hope. We're reading things that's not feeding our hope. Because I'm not, say, I'm not saying that you cannot read this. But I'm saying I used to stay in the, what's going on. And man, it's like it brings fear, anxiety, all this stuff. Like every time I read something, unemployment going down, somebody's being murdered, 27 homicides. Now we panic and we can't even live because I don't want to go out there to face this stuff. Then we'll have some people that say, you know what? I'm going to go read astrology. Maybe, maybe they'll tell me where my um, help come at. Uh, let me go to, um, I'm a cancer. What does it say? It says, you may begin feeling disorganized by August. <laughs> you should have a firm grasp on how to pull everything together. If that's not vague, I don't know what it, like, I mean, what? And then, so, we'll read all this, right? We'll stay up like, uh, we'll stay up about five hours reading this, won't we? Just reading stuff. I'm going to go back to this in a minute, okay? We'll step, but then, we, we, didn't, we didn't stay up five hours, been on our phone searching. We straight, we good. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We, we just been doing it. Then we, we'll get this. You know, we already like, man, it's the Bible. I'm, I'm going to read it. You didn't read that for five hours, read the astrology for 10 hours, now you're going to read the Bible. You pick up the Bible, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Go to sleep. Like, a sleepiness will come on you when you're about to read the hope. Oh, my. Y'all y'all, y'all ain't feeling me. Like, it's like, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Like, now I just read this stuff that is testing my hope, that is causing stuff. But then when I read the hope of glory, I can't even finish it. But then if you go to the Bible, now I just told you, I read the little astrology, vague stuff. But if you go like the Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, it says, Remember ye not the former things, neither, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing now, and it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness or rivers in the desert. If that ain't a hope for scripture, if that does not give you hope, if that's not, not oh, come on. Whoa. What? That gives us hope. Now, let me go back to this for, for y'all say, well, he's, he, he talked about that astrology. Uh, he believe in that? Uh, no. Uh, it's a prompt. So about the astrology, let's go to Isaiah 47 and 13, please, to 15. I just want to bring it, bring the word on it. All the advice you receive has made you tired. Where are all you astrologers? You know, those stargazers who make predictions each month. Let them stand up and save you from what the future holds. Okay, but they are like straw burning in fire. They cannot save themselves from the flame. Okay, you will get no help from them at all. Their heart is no place sitting warm. You cannot get hope in reading this stuff. Horoscope. That's the word. No hope. No peace. I, I do not believe in this. But you see how vague that was? Let me tell you something. I want to just, if you don't know the character, I'm about to tell you the character of our God, okay? 
He's an expert, accomplished, proficient, thorough, complete, utter, correct, accurate, ideal, impeccable, splendid, superb, absolute, excelling, faultless, immaculate, matchless, supreme, unequal, divine, hollow, reverent, clean, innocent, moral, upright, angelic, blessed, sacred, sanctified, virgin, consecrated, dedicated, godly, justice, reverent, saintly, sanctified, spotless, undefined. You want me to keep going? Unguardian, sheltering, compelling, dominant, forceful, impressive, influential, potent, vigorous. Uh, let me tell you something. That's the God you serve. Oh my God. Come on. Get your hope up. Yes. Get your hope up. There's nothing too hard for my God. I was surprised when I found out that he had amnesia. He forget our past. Oh, tweet that, man. Yes. Oh, God. Woo. He forget our past. Let me tell you something. If you're sitting here today and you're saying, you know what? I cannot get over what I've done in the, in the past. Listen, it's behind him. If you say, God, I didn't grow up in church, I didn't either. If you say, God, you know, um, I just don't have the right words. I can't speak well. <laughs> I'm nervous. This is God speaking through me. We have no excuse. Everybody in here is valuable. Do you hear me? I, 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 I want to I keep telling you that. You are valuable. God loves you. Listen, if you're streaming a day or in here, you're saying, you know what? I'm hopeless, and, and, and after service, I am about to end it. I, I'm tired of life. It's too much for me. I'm tired of going through this pressure. I just want to end it. I come by to encourage you. There is hope. Never lose hope. We need it. The Bible says hope deferred make the heart sick. But it's a tree of life. If you're single and you're saying, I just haven't got the right person, know that God is designing the person now if you desire it. Why would you want something that's not for you when you've got the creator that can go and make the person, the man or woman who's desired for you? God wants the best for you, y'all. If you are dealing with stuff now, if you are in any extra marital affairs, and you say, I can't get out of this, man. This is too much. There is hope. Get out. What I'm saying is the enemy will try to rob you of the full potential that, that God has in you by bringing distractions. Don't no condemnation. But if you if you if you in these extra relationships doing things, there's healing here today. God can help you, but you only can do it through Him. You know these 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 signs that I see, uh, just say no to drugs. It's amazing. If it was just that easy, I wouldn't be on drugs. I mean, just say no. I, I can't. That's why I'm on it. And you need God. They make the just say no to drugs. You can't. We all need, listen, we all deal with something. Y'all think this message of hope is for you all. It's for me too. 
I just made a del- y'all, somebody just reached out to me. I'm making this up. I ain't lying, but if y'all on your phone right now and you put an order in, I come by here to deliver you some hope. <laughs> I want y'all to see this. Hope. I'm delivering hope to you today. No matter what, hope. No matter what, hope. If, if, if you're on the brink of like, I can't make it, hope. If you're saying, but Kurt, you don't know what I'm going through, hope. Hope. If you got to stand on it, hope. Lay on it. Let it be close to you. Never lose hope. Think about if we had signs that could walk around. Like people put up signs about everything else. But think about this. If you're going through a rough day and this is what you see, hope. Hope. This is a special delivery. This, this is not even Amazon Prime. I came to you quicker than Amazon Prime. Prime is two days. I gave it to you right here in two seconds. I just delivered hope. Some of us may be at some crossroads today. Can we get that crossroads? Some of us may be in some crossroads today. We may be sitting here in the middle of the road and we looking or going down these streets but it keep leading us to dead ends. Maybe if we go on a street, maybe it will cause me to have hope. Maybe if I get in a relationship, maybe that will cause me to have hope. Maybe if I get the right job, maybe that will cause me to have better hope. No. Maybe if I, if I search for another religion, maybe if all of this, this will help me with hope. It won't. There's only one road, folks. You can have all these different roles in your life, but every road that's not a Jesus will leave you hopeless. Some of us right now may be in some crossroads right now, and we're saying, you know, I just feel like I can't hope no more. I, I, I can't love no more. But do you see that you can see the road, and this is what the enemy does. Yes, you can see the road, but as it goes further and further, it gets a little cloudy. He, all, he presents stuff to us, never show us the price tag, and it costs us so much. Seeing it costs you a lot, and you ain't got it in a budget. Tweet that. Whew! I'm telling you, I've been, on this, I've been on that road before. Different roads lead me to different places. There's only one road. There's only one way. There's not multiple ways. There is one way. One way. And I want you to be encouraged today that Jesus is here for you. That he cares about you. Well, Kurt, you just saying that. How do I know? You know what? Talk to him. Ask him. Tell God, show me you. Show me the real you. I, we cannot get on off of pastor's faith, your mom's faith, your nana's faith. It's going it's to have to be you. And I think we're in a time now where I used to hear it coming up when people say the world is coming to an end. I think, man, it's, it's close. Some people ask me, well, Kurt, 
Why do bad things happen to good people? If you read the word, who's good? Who's good? Even Jesus said, who's good? I can say, well, why do good things happen to bad people? If that's the case, I've seen people leave and go to glory that was a faith, and you struggle with that. And you've seen some person that wasn't living for God live a long time. I think that's the mercifulness of God that's given him time to get it together to say, I don't want you to go to hell. The believer know where they're going. I want to encourage you. Today you have an opportunity to say, you know, I want to receive this Jesus. This Jesus that you're talking about, who is he? Like, what's his character? Like, I came out of different religion. I, I, I just, I don't know if I believe him. Well, it's okay. Let him show himself true to you. I believe we all have a light switch. Now, this is my interpretation. We born in a sin and all that, but God does not want us to perish. I believe we all have a light switch. And I believe all we got to do is just sometimes cut it on the light. I think Jesus, he's there because hell was not meant for us. Some people tell me, Kurt, you talk this stuff, but what if I was born this way, this lifestyle? Be born again. He, he can, that's what he done. I mean, we don't have no excuse to stay where we at. No matter your lifestyle, it can be healed. I think no matter what you deal with, this is the place to help you. God to show himself real to the doubters in here. To say, I, I just I just don't know, Kurt. Like, I've been doubting and I've been dealing with unbelief. But guess what? You can pray, God help me with my unbelief. They did it in the Bible. It's no excuse. If you're dealing with racism because you came up where you said, you know, I just felt like that whites this, blacks this, Hispanics this, whatever. You can be healed from that, but only God can do it because it, Romans 12 and 2 said, don't get so fixed into your culture that you become to it. You got to be, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing on the mind, changing the way you think. Do I believe this injustice is still going on? Yes. Do I believe in racism? Yes. Have I been uh, experienced that before? Yes. Have I did, I, did I go the other way? Could I have gone the other way? I did. But the hope of glory came. I told you all, I had some bents with white people. Because what I grew up, what I heard, what I've experienced, but, so, but now I'm so intentional about, man, this is God, man. To, my, to your own culture will get mad because they think you're selling out or you're not woke. I'm just showing them a different way. This is kingdom culture. This is normal. 
But the reason why I can talk about this now, because I'm set free and delivered from it. When it comes to other races, I'm so intentional about it. Even though so many things are happening in this world to try to divide us, because I think it is, we have to stand up as the sons and daughters of God and say, you know what? That's not me no more. Kingdom culture. No more Jew and Gentile. We have one God. It's not separated. The walls of petition has been broke. The veil has been lifted. That's, I have no excuse. Was I racist? Yes. Yes. But God has healed me. I want to encourage you today, if you're dealing with things culturally, you coming up and you have some stuff that's inside of you that you haven't told nobody and that you're dealing with, it's healing in here. If you're saying, you know what, I want to receive this Jesus that you've been talking about, we're going to do it today. I want to receive salvation. We're going to do that today. What is that? What are you saved from? You saved from the power of sin. You saved from the penalty of sin. And when we go to glory, you're going to be saved from the presence of sin. The simple message of the gospel. He sent his son to die for you and me. To break the power of the enemy. No matter what we have been, went through. I think also the enemy tries to make things happen as a, when you're smaller, whether if it's abuse to try to stagnate you the rest of your life. I believe that. If I can make them feel worthless or being abused as a kid, I got them. We're going to break that power today in the name of Jesus. That some of us have been dealing with stuff for 20 years because something happened when we was a little kid and we didn't take it into every relationship and we just, we just haven't got free from the pain. Today is the day. If you die today, and listen, this right here is between you and God. I will not embarrass you. I promise you. If you die today and you don't know that you'll be with God for eternity, because this is not heaven here, but for eternity. If you say, I want to be with you, God, but I've never received you. I want every, I want you to bow your heads, no one looking around. If you never received Christ and you like to receive him today, if you're dealing with things and you're saying, God, I, I don't really know if I trust you, but I, I, I want to receive you. I want to be with you for eternity. I, I, I want to know that when I leave here, I'm in a better place. Raise your hand. If, if, you just, if you just don't know that you'll go to heaven if you die today, raise your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. I want everybody to repeat after me. Say, God, I believe you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins. I believe on the third day he was raised from the dead. I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth 
that you sent your son to die for me. Thank you, Jesus. Now come into my heart and forgive me from all of my sins. I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. Folks, you saved. You received that and you said it, you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Eternity. But now we got to walk this thing out with sanctification. God is here. If you want to rededicate your life because you've gotten off and you said, oh, God, I need to come back to you, it, it, it's for you too. It's for all of us. And you can rededicate your life every week if you wanted to. But if you receive salvation, you saved. Don't let the enemy play with you. You are saved. And you just can't do whatever you want. I mean, just submit your life to Christ and let him walk it out with you. Let's rededicate. I say, God, I rededicate my life to you. Thank you. You said in your word, you are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Listen, if you have any prayer requests, you want to get to know more about the church, or if you want somebody just to, you know, you want to come and just talk, we have altar workers here. They're here to help, no matter what you're going through. Get your hope up. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the word today. I thank you for the hope that you give us, the eternal hope, the blessed hope. I thank you, God, for your power. I pray that you cover each and every one of us now. In Jesus' name, amen.